0: That's right, me too. You listening? I'm listening.
1: How can you listen if you're talking?
0: Because I can do both.
1: Gosh, you are amazing. I you, know. <laughs> you have so many God-given talents. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh-huh.
1: One of them is given the date, man.
0: Well, today's date is March 15th, 2019. Can
1: you believe we're already mid-March? No. We're like in spring. I know. And, um...
0: With a little touch... Of winter.
1: Yeah. Winter vortex. What do they call it? The uh, bomb cyclone.
0: Cyclone bomb, yeah. That's yep.
1: crazy, mm-hmm. man. Just crazy. It's nippy over here in the uh, Nevada desert. So
0: you can imagine what it's like over there with the snow. Mm hmm.
1: Just, just miserable. Miserable. And guess what? Guess what? And I firmly believe this. What? And I'm not the only one. It's going to get worse. That's what
0: they say. Yeah. That's what the experts are saying.
1: Yeah. They say next year, by, by the time you get to 2023, God forbid, uh, you're start seeing uh, some really, uh, you're start seeing food prices really skyrocket, some shortages and things. Because what's happening is the cold, this is called cold weather crop loss. And um, there there are parts where it gets warm enough where the crops start to to uh to seed start to grow and then the snows come in the winter and then wipes everything out and so eventually it's going to catch up that's why today we're going to talk about some genetically modified foods yum that's going to save the uh the planet to all those people who live on a planet it's going (laughs) to save them they can eat genetically modified crap and live forever and all that stuff but uh we're gonna opt out on that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna yeah.
1: opt out on that, right, Miss
2: P? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So let's get going. Let's get right into it, man.
0: Let's do that. Let's let's
1: to, do you know that. what? This story, this first story, is cuckoo crazy because of the uh, well, not only the crime but the age the age of the demon possessed flesh suit.
0: They're getting younger and younger aren't they?
1: Yeah and you see more and more of it. I mean it's so hard especially when you look at a young person a child and it's so hard to really look at them and go that's just a demon in a flesh suit. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy because That's they, what
0: makes it so deceptive.
1: Absolutely. And because they look so human. You know, and they can deceive so well, but they're not. It's not real, man. They're not human.
0: Well, demons have really no age either.
1: No, they don't. No, they don't. A body is a body. Body is a body. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, and I'm not even talking about the the synthetics that you see on TV. You know, come on. Have you seen some of these uh, YouTube videos where um, I don't even know who did it? The one we saw yesterday, Miss. I know. But uh, it was long, you know, what forty minutes long. So it was a lot of stuff. But where they take these celebrity lookalikes? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I mean, you're talking about celebrities that look like other celebrities. I mean, some of them look, uh, yeah, especially the ones amazing. that you know. I I don't know. I never heard of them. Uh, and it's like I I can't tell which one's which. Mm-hmm. They they look like identical. And of course, you know, they say the cloning centers and all that stuff. And yeah. I don't know anything about that. But I do, I do think there's synthetics out there, and it's they're nephys. It's just like the and fall- they've been
0: around a long time. It's just that we'd never really recognized it.
1: Yeah, right absolutely. The, the eyes weren't opened up to that point, but they've been around, yeah, a long, long time, and since the uh, you know since the flood, since the waters receded, and uh, you know, the family of Noah, the sons of Noah went out to the earth. These things have the nephews have been around and uh, doing, you know genetic experiments and things like that. And they got to the point where these things look, they look just like us. There's mm-hmm. something in their eyes though that's a little different, right?
0: Yeah, it's called no life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they have no soul. They're really soulless beings. Mm-hmm. So this little, this little character here, this little demon here, oh my goodness. Yeah. 15 years old when he committed this crime and the victim was 10. Mm. 10-year-old girl.
0: Yeah, weren't their parents dating?
1: Yes, they were living
0: together or something like this. So
1: yeah, they had a relationship. The uh, the parents of these two children. Wow, mm-hmm. this um, this happened in um, I believe 2016 uh, in Colorado, mm-hmm. Warro, and this teen has been convicted in the uh, what they call the metal pipe beating death. Of a 10-year-old girl. And this last Tuesday, he was sentenced to life in prison.
0: Wow. That's so going to be a long time.
1: You know this had to be bad. For Colorado, for Colorado, to sentence a 15-year-old child to life in prison. Mm-hmm. This had to be so bad. His name is, Aiden Zelmer, and he's 17 right now. So, yeah, it happened a couple of years ago. And he was tried as an adult. See, and that's unusual. Very unusual. So, this had to be just so horrific. He ulti- ultimately pleaded guilty uh, to the murder as part of a plea deal to one count of first degree murder mm. and the death of this 10 year old girl. Um, uh, but he could become eligible for parole after 40 years. Jeez. The other thing he did is he said...
0: Sec- <laughs> Half his life will be over.
1: Oh, yeah. He's, you
0: know, he's close to 60 by then.
1: Yeah. Oh, he won't know anything but prison life, you know. And who knows what's going to go on in there. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he also sexually assaulted this 10 girl. But mm-hmm. that charge was dropped... In the plea deal. Yeah. That's the dead. Hey, if you plead to the murder, we'll drop the sexual assault thing. So he got life. It uh, could be eligible for 40 years. worse if he probably took, you know, uh, they also charged him with the, the rape. Uh, maybe 60 years. Who knows? Who knows how this stuff works? Mm-hmm. Now, here's a quote from the prosecutor. And this is interesting because this prosecutor works for the DA's office. Um they're used to prosecuting crime. And he says, and he's been doing this for a long time. So it's not a, he's not a newbie. He says in 27 years as a prosecutor, I have never, ever, ever seen a 15 year old commit such a violent act.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. That was uh Dave Young said that at the sentencing. Hmm. So this must have been pretty bad. Uh, The only thing the article only describes is, they say that after slugging the 10-year-old girl in the head five times with a metal pipe,
0: Mm.
1: he dragged her into a ditch and he let her die.
0: Yeah, so she wasn't even dead yet.
1: No, he also sexually assaulted her. Yeah. She suffered multiple blunt force dramas to the head. Uh, as well as wounds to her fingers. That's probably, she was probably trying to fend him off. And uh, the cops used blood and DNA evidence collected from Zelmer's shoes to link him to the murder. Mm. The little 10-year-old girl's body was found naked from the waist down. There was evidence of a sexual assault, though all those sex crimes were later dismissed as part of his deal. Yeah. yeah. So apparently these two guys, these two kids, the 15-year-old suspect. Well, he's not suspect. Uh, he actually did it. And this uh, victim, 10-year-old victim, lived in Thornton, which is a Denver suburb. And they both went out that day to go steal Pokemon cards and candy.
0: Da-da-da-dum.
1: Okay, there's, there's a clue. Mm-hmm. what maybe their home life was like and what uh how they were raised so far they and both. probably
0: what influenced him pokemon. Yeah.
1: That's a good good point. That's a good point. What opened the door to his demonic possession? And there was um there's not a clear motive for why he did this. Let's see? Because Zelmer has yet to disclose a clear motive to any authorities.
0: He probably didn't even realize what he did.
1: he didn't even know why he did it. He just did why it. Why he did it, yeah. Yeah, his defense attorney obviously uh, said the teen is having mental health issues and has a troubled family history, blah, 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 Ate too many Twinkies, and, you know, he should be let off. But um, the DA dismissed the teen's past as an excuse for killing the girl. Thank you. Yeah, finding some common sense there, but it had to be real horrific. Yeah, so anyway, the mother is not happy uh, that he could be paroled in 40 years. Um, oh, yeah, so anyway. that's understandable. Yeah. So he's when he turns 18, he's going to be placed with the adults.
0: Oh, so, wouldn't that be fun?
1: Yeah, the correction. And he's young, and he's uh, 18, little pretty boy.
0: Mm-hmm. So some
1: bad things might happen to his... Uh, his butt. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just saying! Miss Kapow? Yeah.
1: Why are you judging me? <laughs> why are you judging me? Okay, here's here's one of your favorite topics, food. Ugh. Because you studied food in, in university. Yeah. And We talk about this stuff all the time, about real food and fake food and the stuff, even if you try to eat clean, you know, the, the junk that's virtually out there. virtually
0: impossible now
1: it really is. It's, it's like trying to like listen to music and go, Oh, that's, that's real music, but that's a real voice. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: even on my little level here, you know, I, I know that everything is, everything is made up. Everything's fake. You know, that's not the way they sing. That's not the way their voices really sound. It's all the equipment and all the AI mm-hmm. <laughs> working behind the hood, you know, making things sound the way they do, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But anyway, same thing with food. It's not real. But this is an interesting article because, um, it's not, I don't think a whole lot of people know about this. I certainly didn't. And if you do know about it, I mean, um, is there enough people out there who are going to rebel or revolt against something like this where, um, you know, this doesn't keep going, but apparently.
0: It's in everything already.
1: It is. Um. But this is restaurant cooking oil, and it's actually gene-edited. And it says, it arrived quietly in restaurants while we were asleep. hmm And it's different than GMO.
2: hmm
1: this, this is an interesting take on it because uh, I like the way they, they get around us and the way the government's paid off, the FDA's paid off, like a bunch of mafia bosses, you know, to approve things but somewhere in the midwest and we don't know where there's a restaurant
0: yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and i like then, how they put that what what gets me is if this stuff is
1: so good and it's not bad for you and there's nothing wrong with it why wouldn't you name where it's being used you know i mean what's the secret here mm-hmm. Why why are we keeping this from the public if this is such a great thing that's my first question wouldn't you be proud of it, right? Yeah. You know, if I recorded a song under Mesquite uh, Cafe called Why Don't You Look Into Jesus that was going to be released on the 16th in a, in, in a day, right? hmm Available at all online digital retailers like Amazon, Spotify, you know, Napster, everything, right? If I did that, wouldn't I be telling people Hey, go get the song. Because there's nothing wrong with the song, right? hmm But why would, I, why would I do something to hide? I, I So I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, but you'd only hide if you have, you know. Something to hide. Ulterior motives for something.
1: Yeah. So somewhere in the Midwest, there's an unknown restaurant, Frying Foods, with oil made from gene-edited soybeans. Now, soybeans themselves are GMO. Right.
0: There's no real soybeans out there anymore. Mm-mm. It's all GMO. So you're, you have... gene. That's in everything. If you look it, at the, the labels of foods.
1: Soy, everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So you already have GMO
1: soybean that's now gene-edited even further. I, I, I see a problem with that. But there's a restaurant that you don't know about and they're not going to tell you because it's a big secret. And it's using, it's the first restaurant to use commercially this gene edited food in the United States. So this isn't something that's coming. It already came. It's mm-hmm. here. Yeah. uh
2: CalExt
1: is the name of the company. It's got to be some occultic name. C A L Y X T Calex. mm yeah, huh. It oh it said it can't reveal its first customer. You know why? For competitive reasons. Oh, hmm. give me a break! But the CEO Jim Bloom said the oil is in use and is being eaten, even though people don't know it. Jeez, my God! And we can't reveal we can't reveal it because of you know competitive reasons. You you full of crap. You're a liar. You don't reveal it because you know that people won't eat there and that place will go out of business.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anybody with half a brain won't eat there. It's a Minnesota based company. It's hoping the announcement will encourage not people, not you folks. They want to encourage the food industry. You understand? They don't care about you or, or what you're putting in your kid's mouth. They want the food industry, they want the money. They want to encourage the food industry's interest in the oil. Mm-hmm. Which it says has no trans fat and has a longer shelf life than other soybean oils. Mm,
0: So preservative-like.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, I think somebody asked this question later on in this article, but I asked the second question was, is a long shelf life necessarily good? You know, if I have a banana that stays yellow and doesn't brown for 20 years and I can still eat it after 20 years, is that necessarily good?
0: I don't think so. I don't because think so. Because that means it doesn't, um, you know, um, break up in your body either.
1: Yeah, it's not real. It's like so where's tw- it going? It's like having a shelf life of a Twinkie for 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, as delicious as Twinkies are, you can't say they're good for you.
2: Nope.
1: Wow. It says, whether demand builds uh, remains to be seen, but the oil's transition into the food supply signals gene editing's potential to alter foods. Oh, without the controversy of conventional GMOs, genetically modified organisms. I, I learned something when I read this article at first because to me, gene-edited food is the same as genetically modified food. Mm-hmm. But 9A, mm-hmm. not according to the U.S. government, the FDA, the mafia, who's, who's only only you and your kids, your safety is their best interest, folks. Sure, yeah.
0: You believe that,
1: yeah. And that's why we can't tell you where the restaurants at because it's so good for you. Mm-hmm. Among other gene edited crops being explored, there's mushrooms that don't brown. Mm. What wheat with more fiber? Ooh. G- better producing tomatoes. How about better tasting tomatoes?
0: Yeah, I know Have you- all these tomatoes taste. But you know what? Bland. I remember um, I couldn't wait for my <clears throat> friend. Because she said that she was growing these tomatoes. And I thought, oh, I can't wait, you know, because they just just taste so different. Yeah. They actually have flavor. And she gave me some. And you know what? They taste just like the ones in the store. They have no taste to them.
1: Because they're grown from Monsanto GMO seeds.
0: That's my point. Yeah. You know, because people are always talking about growing your own food and yada, yada, yada. But it really doesn't make any difference now.
1: Mm -mm. No. All oh, the GMO seeds. So what they say is that um, they're experimenting not only with these mushrooms, tomatoes, but also uh, herbicide-tolerant canola and rice that doesn't absorb soil pollution as it grows. <laughs> so there's some weird stuff going on here. Now, here's here's the kicker. Unlike conventional GMOs, which are made by injecting DNA from other organisms,
0: mm, and what other organisms are that?
1: Yeah, who knows? What are you injecting our food with? What other organisms? DNA yeah. from what? Am I eating? Holy moly! Unlike that, which is well, you know, we have to we have to like have oversight of that gene editing let scientists alter traits by snipping out or adding specific genes in a lab. Mm. Startups, including CalX, say their crops do not qualify as GMOs because what they're doing could, folks, it could, it doesn't, but could theoretically be achieved with traditional crossbreeding. Is that a bunch of crap or Mm. what? Mm -hmm. Because it would take... How many thousands of years to crossbreed to make wheat that was more fibrous? So we're just going to, you know, snip so a few things here. So this is like the
0: here. steroid way of doing it. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. this is
1: the shortcut. This is the food shortcut. And it hasn't been tested, obviously. We don't know what the results are. <laughs> we're the guinea pigs.
0: <laughs> we're the guinea pigs.
1: Absolutely. Because if if America, you know, if we, all we do is just get fat and get diabetes and all that stuff, hey, we can still sell it to China, you know. As long as they're not dropping dead like right after eating a french fry, we're okay. So, so far, U.S. regulators, our buds, have agreed. And they said several gene-edited crops in development do not, they do not require special oversight. Just let them do whatever they want. You know Why? Because it's partly why companies see big potential for gene-edited crops. They don't need special oversight, folks. They've been spurred on by the regulatory decisions by this administration. Said Jeff... Greg Jaff or something. Yeah. Oh, he's from the Center for Science and the Public Interest. Mm. But given the many ways gene editing can be used... Some other person from the Food Safety uh, Center said regulators should consider the potential implications of each new crop. And he cited the example of produce gene-edited to not brown. Now, here's the question. I thought this was actually a very good question. You've designed it to sit around longer. Are there problems with that? (laughs) Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. Already most corn and soy grown in the U.S. are herbicide-tolerant. They're GMOs. They all are. Mm-hmm. You're going to go find yourself some real corn.
0: Yeah, good luck.
1: Yeah, let me know. And just last week, and we're going to talk about this story also, and a couple of more stories. Regulators cleared a hurdle for salmon that's genetically modified to grow faster. Mm-hmm. It's the first genetically modified animal approved for human consumption here in the United States. It's here. This yep. We're not talking about it anymore. It's here. Yep. And guess what? You'll never know it when you buy it or eat it in a restaurant because they're not requiring these companies to tell you.
0: Yep. You don't have to disclose. They don't have to disclose it to us. Mm
1: -mm. And when you get that big old ass tumor in your lower intestines and go, why? This is why. It's not real food. They're killing us. Yeah. Now, the regulators are buds. They say GMOs are safe.
0: They're safe. Of course. They always say that. They've been saying that for years.
1: Yeah. Now, they said, even even though they say they're safe, there's worries that persist, and companies will soon have to disclose when products have bioengineered ingredients. Now, here's the rub. That's that's the word you need to know, bioengineered, because... CalEx says its oil does not qualify as a GMO. The oil is made from soybeans. Remember, soybeans are already GMO'd. Mm -hmm. With two inactivated genes to produce more heart-healthy fats and no trans fats. The company says the oil also has a longer shelf life, which could reduce reduce costs for food makers or result in longer-lasting products. Until until the, the customers start killing over from, from tumors in their gut.
0: Yeah.
1: And then when they get the lawsuits, like, ooh, uh, it's not, we're not saving money here. So they're going to be able to get around. You know, when, you, when you're buying French fries or, uh, you know, going to the fish uh, place or whatever, and you, you know, stuff that's fried and this healthy, healthy stuff, they're going to get around. They're not going to have to tell you that because they're not GMO'd. Mm-hmm. Yet the very product that they're made from is GMO. Right. So that's hard to understand i um,
0: lying.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, this, it goes on, and it says, Calix said the first customer is a company in the Midwest, and we can't tell you who it is. And they have food service locations, such as building cafeterias. Mm, gives mm. you a hint. So if you're eating a cafeteria, you might be eating uh, death. It said the customer is using it in dressings and sauces and for frying, but didn't specify if the oil's benefits are being communicated to diners. Probably oh,
0: you know
1: not. not. Probably not. You're probably wanting to, you know, if you, you wanted to say, oh, this stuff is really good, there's no trans fat, it's clean oil. Someone might ask a question. Well, it's made out of soybean. How did you do that? Well, it's, it's, it's modified. Hmm. Cal-X is working on other gene-edited crops that it says are faster to develop than conventional GMOs, right, which require regulatory studies. So what does that tell you? There's no studies required for gene-edited crops. Just eat it. <laughs> Just eat it. Uh, Tom Adams, he's a CEO of biotech company Parwise, and he's our friend. He said oversight of gene-edited foods could become stricter if public attitude changes. So that's what they're afraid of.
2: Mm-hmm. They're
1: afraid of people asking questions and going, we don't want to eat this. Crapola,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So he says uh, you should never think of regulation as settled; it can always change. Also, views on gene editing vary too. The National Organic Standards Board said foods made with gene editing cannot qualify as organic. Uh, duh. And last year, Europe's highest court said gene edited foods should be subject to the same rules as conventional GMOs.
0: Duh. See, but by the time all of that stuff gets passed, it's already contaminated.
1: Yeah, it's already here.
0: Yeah, and and just the fact that we're reading about it Mm -hmm. means it's already been filtered through our stuff.
1: We probably ate some this afternoon. That's right. I probably had some in my uh, my butter with my eggs or something. Mm -hmm. Gene-edited butter eggs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to play something for you guys. And I want you to tell me, Well, what I'm going to play for you is going to tell you what it is. Uh, But I want you to honestly think if it sounds like a male or female, because when I listen to this stupid thing, to me, it sounds like a female still. But, um, I'm going to play it for you and then we'll go and we'll read the article. How's that? Mm hmm. Q.
0: The world's first genderless voice assistant. Think of me like Siri or Alexa, but neither male nor female. I'm created for a future where we are no longer defined by gender, but rather how we define ourselves. My voice was recorded by people who neither identify as male nor female, and then altered to sound gender neutral putting my voice between 145 and 175 hertz, a range defined by audio researchers. But for me to become a third option for voice assistance, I need your help. Share my voice with Apple, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft, and together we can ensure that technology recognizes us all. Thanks for listening, Q. Uh, um, Q. Yeah.
1: Isn't that that... Uh... The genius on uh, James Bond who makes all the stuff. <laughs> Q. Yeah. Sure there's some, she, something else with it, you know, quantum uh, physics or something.
0: Yeah. I think she that character died.
1: Oh, well, they, maybe it became an AI robot, genderless.
0: That's, that's that's it, yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Now, you know, what I find ridiculous about this, well, number one, the whole agenda, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, You got these libtard companies like Facebook, Google, all these, uh, Amazon, and they, then they use you know Siri and Alexa, and they use the female voices. Uh, apparently, you can, I guess uh, on, um, you can change to a male voice on Siri. You know, I don't yeah. use that stuff, but I, apparently you can. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, well, the, so you know these libtard companies are you know yeah we believe in you know gender you know neutral baphomet. Um, and so now now they got a problem here because. Uh, these these weirdos that think they're genderless uh, want their AI voice to be genderless. Now, what they did—I'll read the article—but what they did is they used people who identify as non-binary. Okay, <laughs> like like their voices are going to be different. Like if I sat here right now and said, "I'm neither male or female, folks," and I'm going to speak to you right now, and my voice is going to be genderless to you, it's the dumbest freaking. Yeah. You separated from reality cognitive dissonance that you mm-hmm. can imagine yep. and to me when I listen to this voice number one it sounds like a female mixed with a male overlaid together is what it sounds like to me mm-hmm. but I still hear female in the voice yep. because if it's a male voice, a male voice is deeper and it if that's a male voice with that female voice it's a very weak male voice so it sounds female mm-hmm. and they said they took it to 145 to 175 hertz uh which was gender neutral i don't know i don't know where that came from because i work with frequencies all the time in making music and i never knew that 145 to 175 hertz was gender neutral i mm-hmm. never knew that <laughs> i just thought it was a guitar it,
0: obviously so, they made that up because many people don't even know what that means
1: they don't know that's just goofy Mm -hmm. so obviously this company who did this they're playing on the ignorance of the lbgt one two three four crowd because they're asking everybody to then notify apple and amazon and google to change so well if they use their stuff guess who just got to be billionaires Mm
2: -hmm.
1: all those dudes Here's the article. The world's first genderless AI voice. Researchers, I don't know who these researchers are, but they launched neutral neutral sounding cue. It's neither male nor female. The fight bias in smart assistants, right? Because mm-hmm. when you go Siri and she goes, hello, that's a bias.
2: Because <laughs> she
1: sounds like a, a female, right? Or if you go uh, Siri and Jack answers and goes, hello, that's a bias. Mm-hmm. Right? Um if you if you if you call your dog and it goes, hey,
0: gruff, gruff,
1: gruff, it's a bias against cats because <laughs> it should go. Brow, brow. That's a cross between a meow and a, and a bark, which I think is more canine neutral yeah. or more you know what I mean, more animal neutral. And I think that's just fair
2: because
1: I don't just, think the world. Maybe they fair. should just hiss. If they hiss, that's combining with a snake. That's good.
0: <laughs> we can
1: just add all those sounds to it at a certain. You know, megahertz, and uh, we're good. So anyway, uh, the voice was recreated from recordings of people who identify as non-binary. Like, that makes a difference in your voice. I
0: know.
1: Are you serious? That's like saying, uh, I'm going to eat genderless cornflakes because they were packaged by people who identify as non-binary. I know. This is the stupidest gene-edited food. Oh, and they tested more than 4,600 testers. Hmm. And they chose a voice they perceived as being genderless. You know why? Because that's what they, they wanted to hear.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a chick. It sounds like a chick with a deep voice. If it sounds like a man at all, he has a very high voice. It sounds like a neutered male, maybe castrated. They modulated the pitch to find a range of 145 to 175 hertz. And was gender neutral, which is stupid because people don't talk at that hurts. In fact, women's voices are where, Ms. Kapow? Well, I'm four, higher
2: than Four 4K. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why when men get older, they can't hear at that range anymore. I'm not making I'm not making it up. They'll they'll lose their hearing in the three, four K range. And so when their wife's yelling at them, they're going, huh? huh? They can't hear that female voice.
0: Yeah.
1: That's why Ms. Capel talks like this to me. (laughs)
0: That's right. Taking voice listens just for that.
1: Exactly. Hey, I'm in the 100 megahertz range. I can do that too. Yeah. So researchers, they hope Google and Apple will introduce a non-binary AI assistant. Yeah, that's what we all need. A non-binary assistant. You're stupid, folks. You're using a human voice. You're male or female. There's only two genders. You, you you could be a female that sounds like a male, or you could be a male that sounds like a female, but you can't be you can't be another or a an neither or a neither. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they, uh, the article says um, if you talk to Apple Siri or, or Amazon's Alexa, you'll notice a common trait: they both have female voices. And while this can make robotic assistants more relatable and natural to converse with, yeah, because it's like a human, it has assigned a gender to a technology that's otherwise genderless. It's like uh, open the pod doors, Hal plays. You know, Hal had a male voice, right? Mm-hmm. I,
0: how are you going to not have a...
1: Now researchers are hoping to offer a new alternative by launching what they call the world's first genderless voice.
0: Yeah, and they never specify who these researchers are.
1: No. That, ooh that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, they, but they tested it on 4,600 people across Europe. Yeah. Mm. But we don't know. Yeah, where'd they come from, these researchers? A bunch of, bunch of kids with a bunch of, uh, you know, 20-year-olds yeah. sitting around their college dorm.
0: Oh, they're sitting at that restaurant that's a secret. Yeah. Serving them.
1: Um, yeah. Eating uh, french fries, uh, bathed. stuff. Gene-edited oil and uh, GMO salmon. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? We call the voice queue. And, uh, oh, the researchers, Ms. Kapow, are from Copenhagen Pride. Copenhagen Pride, wow. Equality Campaign Organization, Equal AI and Virtue. I swear that's their title. Yep. It's a creative agency under Vice to be gender neutral. Are you weird? I mean, really? You got to have all those names? I know it. I don't even know what that means. To do this, they recorded voices from participants who identify as non-binary or neither exclusively female or male, and they tested the voice on the 4,600 people. Testers were asked to grade the voice between one and five, with one meaning a male voice and five meaning a female one. The voice was then modulated. It tested again until it was widely perceived as gender neutral. This is such a crock of crap. I know it. After altering the pitch, format filter, and tone of the voice... Researchers found that a range of 145-175 hertz was a gender neutral frequency. That's crap. That doesn't even, You heard what I played for you? Oh, I know it. That's so stupid. The higher the frequency, the more we perceive it as female. You know why? You know why Miss Capel?
0: Well, because we, women have higher
1: Yes. voices. In general. In general, generally speaking, women have higher voices than men because of testosterone, and it makes our voices like this, and our voices begin to change at age 12 or 13, and
2: they start cracking.
1: Oh, mama, I want to going for action. right? hmm Whereas if the frequency is lower, we're more likely to think the voice is male. So what we did is we just tweaked it right in the middle so you stupid people would go, I don't know what it is. You... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, here's what they say. They want to break down the rise of gender bias at smart assistants. (laughs) Now the robots are being biased, Jerry. (laughs) The robots are being mean. The robots are prejudiced.
0: Well, that's because they're copying us.
1: Yes. The robots that we created are now being gender biased. Smart assistants. Experts, I don't know who these experts are, but they say
0: researchers.
1: The (laughs) same researchers. Yeah. We're now experts. We have a PowerPoint and a thing. They say assigning a female voice to an AI assistant reinforces stereotypes that females are supposed to be helpful, nurturing, and caring. Like that's a bad thing. Mm. Dang, you stupid females trying (laughs) to be helpful and nurture and care for me. I hate you. I hate you for trying to do that. Why don't you be a butt wipe like I am? I'm a male. Are you serious? They reinforce a stereotype that females are supposed to be helpful, nurturing, and caring. You mean like human? Yeah. That's a nice thing. I like people who are helpful, nurturing, and caring. I like those people. Good Lord. I'm getting, I, I need some GMO coffee.
0: Yeah. See, they don't want that. They want them to be emotionless.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what you want to marry. You just want to marry a droid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Marry your sex bot. Have a droid. Have fun. Eat your uh, GMO salmon. What the? Heck? Worship the Antichrist. Get your little mark. Be done with it. Additionally, uh, they're more appropriate for administrative roles. What the? What? I don't know. Anyway, so they talk about stereotypes. and They want to change them. There's no reason we can't have more options. Uh, they want Apple and Google to give users the option of switching between a male and female for their digital assistants. But researchers say there should be a non-binary option as well. And uh, Q uh, adds a global discussion. Do, does it really? Does it? Outside of me ranting and raving, you know, raving about it and a few other YouTubers or something, I, I doubt if anybody's going to really care, care a lot. No. Um, so anyway, it's a cultural bias and they're trying to, uh, they're trying to wipe it out with this, uh, this thing.
0: <laughs>
1: How stupid. Is that stupid. Now, yeah, apparently yeah. I didn't know this, but last May Google rolled out six new voices for its assistant, among which are R and B singer, John legend.
2: Huh.
1: Who's, who's a male hmm. Amazon being biased and hateful. They also launched eight new male voices also, but the original female voice remains the default option. Hmm. Well, so what? As soon as they make a male voice a default option, they complain
0: about that. I know. They're not happy. Yeah.
1: Because instead of, instead of being caring and nurturing and helpful, it's going to, if you have a male voice, it's going to promote the uh, the role of males being uh, bossy and, and, and knowing it all and, and mm-hmm. dogmatic and trying to run your life. <laughs> it's the same information, but John or Jack told you rather than you know Siri. Mm-hmm. Wow! So uh, it's basically about keeping the technology companies responsible. Uh, they say, yeah, right. Uh, we all know how that always ends <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, here's it. it, it they would argue uh, is that they need to take a social societal responsibility, which is proportional to the kind of influence they exercise. Who are these people? Thomas Rasmussen is one of them. He's the head of communication for Copenhagen pride. He said Q would help combat harmful and often very limiting gender stereotypes, as well as raise the issue to Silicon Valley giants. Well, I wonder how he talks. This is a stupid.
0: It's dumb. I don't. uh, Well, it's all about giving people choices and options. And it's about freedom and inclusion. That's a bunch of crock, too. Oh,
1: man. It's about I, control. I just, I just, yeah, just, it just boggles my mind. That's
0: it's because just because
1: it's not normal. No, there's no wisdom, there's no logic. It can't make sense. It's like, it's so frustrating because it's like, you know, it's like reading the story, like, are you, are you people like, it's like, like talking drugs. to a brick wall? Are yeah. you, you nuts? Mm -hmm. Um, let's take a short break and then we're going to talk about uh, some more stupid people I love stupid stories about stupid
2: people Mm
1: -hmm. we'll be right back how many of you remember the story contained in the book of Acts chapter 19 where there were seven sons of Sceva and they were trying to cast out a demon because they saw the apostle Paul doing great miracles through God so they tried to do the same thing so they go up to this guy who's demon possessed and they say we adjure you by this Jesus whom Paul preaches to come out yeah and guess what the evil spirit did the evil spirit answered them and said to them hey I recognize Jesus and I know about Paul but who are you and guess what the man that had the demons jumped on him beat the heck out of him subdued him overpowered him And they literally fled out of the house naked and wounded. Wow. Guess why? Guess why? Because they did not go to Amazon.com and buy Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare. The book is not about you being married or single. The book is about dealing with demonic forces, and you need to know how to do that today more than you ever have for your own life and for those around you. The book is a training manual, and there's training in there that will teach you how not to be the sons of Sceva and get beat up by demons. It will give you the tools for you to be recognized by them because they'll know that you're exercising the authority that is given to you through Christ. You need to get this book. Get the book. I love that that uh, that voice that does that commercial. Don't you, Miss
0: Capel? I think it's really a good voice. Now, to me,
1: that voice that just did that commercial, to me, it doesn't really sound male, and it doesn't sound female to me. Really? Yeah. To me, it sounds more like a gorilla. (laughs) No, it does. That voice sounds like a gorilla.
0: It does not.
1: Trying to tell you about a book. Remember Coco the gorilla who used to talk through sign language?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, maybe he got a job at the uh, Fifth Hook Media Network commercial making studio thing. Yeah,
0: right. You ever right. think about that? You're silly. <sighs> Ms. Capel. You're silly. You know what I'd like
1: to see? No. As I'd like to see a genderless, gender-neutral church where I go and be around other genderless Christians with a pastor that doesn't speak in a male or a female voice. And I can just sit there and be genderless Mm -hmm. before my religion. Well, there you go. That's what, that's my dream. And if you people want to see that dream come to true, just go to my new website, genderlesschurch.com and donate for the project. Uh, you know, I'm making fun, but you know, there's there's something out there that's already doing that. There's got to be
0: because because it, it,
1: yeah. it's so stupid. Um, speaking of stupid, people who take selfies with wild animals are dumb.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Yeah, I'd love to see a picture of this woman. Um, to see if she has like one wonky eye or something, or stupid. if she's just like, oh my god, oh my god, wild animal. I mean, what? Oh my lord! I know. I love the comments, though, on this story. I don't know if you read it, Miss Kapow, with the comments. People are really upset. They go, they better not kill that animal. I they know. They better not put it down. If they put it down, I'm going to come and, you know, slap that you in the face. Of,
0: that was my very first thought.
1: Yeah. But, but apparently the zoo said they wouldn't, at least at this point. They may change their mind. Yeah, depending they're on the lawsuit, right? But, uh, yeah. Okay. Here's 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 your stupid drink of the day. Uh, and you're going to really feel sorry for this woman. Ha, <laughs> ha. Litchfield Park, Arizona, this kid named Adam Wilkerson was visiting the Jaguar exhibit Saturday evening at Wildlife World Zoo, Aquarium, and Safari Park. Wow. One last stop before he planned to leave, and then he heard a young woman run around the corner, help, help, somebody help. So Wilkerson and his mother, who were at the Litchfield Park, Arizona Zoo with his two children, he's a hero. He ran around the corner where a jaguar had another young woman pinned up against the cage, its claw piercing the woman's arm. And you might say, how did that happen? Hmm. How Hmm. did the jaguar get out? Well, it didn't. The jaguar didn't get out, folks. The jaguar was where it should be. It was the stupid lady that was where she shouldn't be. Exactly. So Workerson's mother grabbed a water bottle from his children's stroller and tried to jam it through a hole in the cage and attempt to distract the cat. Probably should have took one of the kids and dangled the kid. (laughs) But uh, but anyway, you know, hindsight, hindsight. It worked out sort of with the cat uh, dislodging its claws from the woman's arm, but it kept its grasp on her sweatshirt.
2: Mm -mm. The
1: cat said, you know what, this is a stupid person. I'm going to have me a meal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's probably getting fed genetically modified uh, jaguar food. Sure. He's tired of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what made him crazy. At that point, Wilkerson and other onlookers grabbed the woman and pulled her away from the cage. The whole thing happened so fast, it was a drizzling rush. Okay, so here's the fire department. Here's what they say. They said the woman crossed a barrier. No. To get closer to the jaguar enclosure. Why, Ms. Capal? Drumroll. roll
0: to take a selfie.
1: Oh, you got to be kidding me. To take a selfie. What a moron. Mm-hmm. So that the cat, seeing that this woman was totally brain dead, reached out, scratched her arm. Fire crews took the woman to a nearby hospital with injuries that were not life-threatening. And her name, age and hometown have not been released. I wonder why. Mm. 'Cause she's gonna be shamed. Uh, the fire guy said that her uh her arm uh was in pretty bad shape and she fell down in agony. I wonder if she dropped her phone. I wonder if she ever got the picture, because that would be a cool selfie.
0: Oh no, I'm sure she held on to that.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool if she just snapped it right in the moment with that that jaguar suck his claws in her elbow. And she went, ah, I'm stupid. Uh let's see. And that's about it. Just, yeah. just goofy. Just goofy. Uh, let's see. At the uh, Wildlife Zoo is a uh, USDA <laughs> licensed, mm, tasty animals, private facility with more than six hundred species, six thousand animals. It's not a little place. Um, the USDA didn't find any compliance issues with the facility during its most recent inspection. No, should they? They didn't do anything. Yeah. The woman crossed the bore, uh, the uh, barrier. The zoo confirmed it. It says the visitor sustained non-life-threatening uh, injuries to her hand from one of our female jaguars. Uh, at the request of the family, paramedics were called. No time was the animal out of its enclosure. Uh, the fire department said there is a barrier between the viewing area and the jaguar's cage. But it could be easy for someone to clear I
0: don't care. You're not supposed to clear it. Yeah, it just is. It's, it's just a barrier. Sense. Yes. Though. You know what I mean?
1: You know.
0: It was stupid people like this because now you're going to have signs.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to do too close. Then they're, mm-hmm. they're going to build another cage don't where you either. can't even. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, um, it says when news of the jaguar attack broke, animal activists uh, advocates feared the zoo would decide to euthanize the cat in response to the attack. Yeah because they usually do stupid stuff like that. They kill the animal who's in a zoo in the first place. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, just like that gorilla in Cincinnati Zoo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that kid climbed over the gorilla cage.
0: Yeah, but...
1: You know, but they they killed the gorilla. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: a wild animal. Most notably, yeah, they speak about that. Harambi the gorilla, Cincinnati Zoo. That that, that three-year-old kid climbed it in a closure. I wonder what mom was at. Probably taking a selfie. Man, I mean... But I can't help it. People are just, I'm at my wit's head.
0: Yeah. Well, somebody suggested that she be put down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the zoo says, we can promise you nothing will happen to our jaguar. She's Mm -hmm. a wild animal, and there were proper barriers in place to keep our guests safe. It's not a wild animal's fault when barriers are crossed. Still sitting in prayers to her and her family, the zoo said. So anyway. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, let's see. Oh, before we go Mm. on this story, there's, uh, let's see. I think this one guy said, uh, yeah, he said the zoo was packed on Sunday. The attack didn't seem to scare any visitors away. And there was a steady stream of people there. And this, now this is interesting. This guy named Dave Keller of Glendale came to the park with his daughter, his son-in-law and granddaughter. And he had planned to visit for a week and said the Jaguar attacked it and dissuade him at all. And he said that the, uh, the family had checked out the jaguars' enclosure but didn't see the animal there Sunday. And, um, but he says, uh, jaguars are definitely not house cats. <laughs> you know, you don't climb up there. And he says, when he was inside the zoo, he says, I saw people trying to reach out and high-five monkeys with their hands. I also, and also, I saw people feed birds that weren't meant to be fed. He goes, if anyone saw the story about the jaguar attack, they didn't take a lesson from it.
0: In other words, there's still stupid people yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, never feed a bear with a marshmallow like day Remember that? Remember yep. Fire Marshal Bill? I, I do remember that. That was years ago. Uh, okay.
0: One last story, Ms. Powell. And this kind of goes with the gene-edited food stuff. It does.
1: It really does. U.S. regulators who, who are our friends in... In our best interest, are they concerned? They clear the path for genetically modified salmon. And you're not gonna know it when you put this in your gullet, folks.
2: Nope.
1: Now, whatever <laughs> what you know that old saying you you are what you eat? hmm uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so whatever modified their genes to grow super fast could make you grow super fast. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh Because we already consume steroids and growth hormones and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and radiated fish.
1: And radiated fish, yeah. Yeah, U.S. regulators on Friday, just last Friday, folks, our friends in the United States government (coughs) who regulate the food that you eat and your grandchildren eat, your kids eat, they gave the green light to salmon that's genetically modified and uh, these fish grow twice as fast as normal, so that's got to be good. The company behind it may face legal challenges before the fish can be sold domestically, though. The FDA said it lifted an alert that had prevented Aqua Bounty. That's a good name to remember,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Aqua Bounty. You don't want to eat anything from Cal- Calax or Aqua Bounty. <coughs> the alert had prevented Aqua Bounty from importing its salmon eggs to its Indiana facility where they would be grown before being sold as food. The agency noted the salmon had already undergone safety reviews and that it lifted its alert because the fish would be subject to a new regulation that will require companies to disclose when a food is bioengineered. Now, that's different than telling you it's GMO'd because, well, let me read on. Don't get all excited and go, oh, they got to tell me it's bioengineered. Mm-hmm. They will, I will just, they will, they can put it in the the barcode. And unless you walk around with a code reader in your pocket, you'll never know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they can use language like bioengineered and stuff like that. They don't have to tell you it's, it's genetically modified.
2: Mm-mm.
1: The move comes despite a pending lawsuit filed by a coalition of consumer, environmental, and fishing groups that challenged the FDA's approval of the fish. We think a remedy in our case would stop selling the fish before they're allowed to be sold, Uh, says this one guy that's the director of Center of Food Safety. They're suing the FDA, our friends. Aqua Bounty was founded in 1991. It's been working through years of safety reviews and regulatory hurdles to sell its fish in the United States. There must be big, big money in this.
0: Oh, yeah. And they're lobbying big time.
1: (coughs) Big, big money, yep. In 2015, its salmon became the first genetically modified animal approved by the FDA for human consumption. But the agency subsequently issued an alert that stopped the Maynard, Massachusetts-based company from importing its fish eggs until disclosure guidelines for genetically modified foods were resolved. Called Aqua Advantage, and this is another name to keep in mind, Aqua Advantage. The fish is Atlantic salmon. It's modified with DNA from other fish species to grow faster. What it has like orca whale in it? I know. I mean, what else does it? What? What? What exactly? What other DNA? Humans? Aquaman? The, the company says it will help feed growing demand for animal protein while reducing costs. There it is. It's good for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just like the the oil. It's it's no trans fats. Good for you. It lasts forever. This is good for you. It's cheap, and it's, it's delicious, and, and yeah. Aqua Bounty CEO Sylvia Wolf. What a great last name to have.
0: I know, right?
1: Spelled with a U. Wolf. What a wolf. A wolf in salmon clothing. Mm-hmm. She said, the company expects to get a financial certification for its Albany, Indiana growing facility in the coming weeks. Salmon could then be sent from the company's research and development field in Canada and would be harvested after about 18 months when they reached 10 pounds. He said it's delicious. Wolf said <laughs> it's been difficult to engage companies in sales discussions because Aqua Bounty didn't know when it could start growing the fish in the United States. She said the salmon already has been sold in limited quantities in Canada. So the Canucks have been eating this stuff and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where it does have to be labeled as genetically modified in Canada. Wolf said she doesn't expect the pending lawsuit to affect the company's U.S. plants. Wolf well, if it's doing so well in Canada and you have to notify the people who are eating it, well, why, why, are you compl- why do you want to come here for? Where well, it's mm-hmm. hard. Just stay there and make all your money. The genetically modified salmon are raised in tanks <laughs> and they're bred to be female and sterile. See, I'm offended by that. Why are they... Why they got to pick on the the females? How come they can't be non-binary fish? Don't you think that's wrong? I have no words. Well, they're bred to be female and sterile, and it uh, measures designed to address any fears that they might get into the environment and breed with wild fish. I can imagine. But, but... This guy of the uh, Center for Food Safety said the company's own tests have shown it's not 100% certain the fish would be sterile. Mm -hmm. And that concerns about it getting in the environment would grow if the company's operation were to expand. Mm -hmm. It's not 100% certain, folks. They got in the wild. What kind of monsters Mm -hmm. are they creating here? He also noted the disclosure regulation, now he, this is important, Ms. you know, when we're reading labels, because this is how they get around this stuff. The disclosure regulations uses the term bioengineered, and I've actually seen that. You know, I mean, I like protein powders and stuff, mm-hmm. you'll see bioengineered. It doesn't sound too bad, does it? Mm-mm. You know, especially if you're buying some protein powder or, you know, something that's good for you, like bioengineered for... Right. Well, the term bioengineered, even though most people are familiar with the term genetically modified, they don't have to use that. They get to use bioengineered. And he pointed out that companies can provide disclosure. Check this out through codes that have to be scanned. Yeah. Now, what kind of what kind of regulation is that? Oh, there's a law. They have to disclose it, but it's on the code. And so, unless you run around with a bar. Code scanner in your back and pocket. And know what
0: numbers to look for.
1: Yeah. You don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, that is just a crock of crap.
0: And who has time to do that?
1: I don't have time. You
0: know what I mean? I don't have
1: time. Implementation of the regulation starts at 2020. So you got all year to eat uh, salmon and uh, GMO, soybean, gene-edited oil. So, people may start seeing disclosures on packages sooner. Compliance becomes mandatory in 2022. Mm. Now, if it's not mandatory till 2022, and I'm selling Pringles, why am I going to tell you that my Pringles are bioengineered from snail snot? Mm-hmm. The genetic modification for Aqua Bounty's fish is different from gene-editing technology, which lets scientists snip out specific genes to bring about traits Which introducing for- without introducing foreign DNA. You get it? They just, they just snip it and tuck it, not add to it. So it's different. <laughs> Companies are also working to develop a variety of gene-edited crops and animals. And they did babies in China. Those, those yep. twins are gene-edited.
0: Yep, yep, yep. They're
1: not gene-modified. Well, allegedly. They're edited. And and you know the latest on them. You know, they came out, oh, it's, you know, so they don't get HIV. They're HIV resistant. Oh, and then last week I heard, oh, and by the way, they're also going to be highly intelligent. <laughs> oh, wait, that was like a byproduct. of it. You know, the mice that we experimented were like smarter than other mice. Mm. And there you have it. There you have and it. And now, are you going to make these two little female Chinese babies sterile where they can't breed? Mm. Oh, See? I don't think so. Well, what's going to happen when they breed? And women shall give birth to monsters, according that's to right. second Esdras in mm-hmm. the last days. So that's that's me. That's that's all I have for positive news stories. Crazy.
0: Crazy I world, like Ms. Them. Bell. They're really good. Yeah. Makes me happy. Because it just shows that the world is getting better and better.
1: It is getting better because uh, the the world itself is gene-edited. Yeah, and it's neutral. It's gender neutral, and I like that. I'm tired of saying Mother Earth. I think you just say Mother It. <laughs> Earth It. Let's have It Earth Day. Doesn't that sound better than Mother Earth Day? Just yeah. It Earth Day. Yeah, or, hey, uh, Mother Nature's mad. Oh, you can't say Mother Nature. That's, that's gender inclusive. You have to say, uh, they, they be mad. Mm, they be mad who's they the earth they be mad they are mad they're insane mad Mm -hmm. i'm out of here i'm going we're out of here you know what i want is pringles i want pringles now
0: and now i wonder why
1: i don't know they're 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 modified to be delicious i think that's another commercial and they're in a can come on potato chips in a can you can't beat that yeah no. Oh was, no, my goodness! It's not good. And, and the the oil they use is probably really good.
0: The oil is probably the best part of it. Yeah.
1: How how long do you think a can of Pringles will last? Oh,
0: forever. Twenty years. Forever. Yeah.
1: It's a good good food. To, I heard the astronauts when they they are cruising up in the space eat Pringles
0: with t- with and drink Tang.
1: And, and drink Tang while they're in their Tesla, <laughs> circling the uh, the globe. <laughs> All right, Ms. Bell, let's Miss Balancing. And whiskey from a paper cup You drown your sorrows Till you can't stand up Take a look at what you've done To yourself Why don't you put the bottle Back on the shelf Yellow finger from your cigarette Your hands are shaking While your body's